Hi, this is Father Kelly with the Priesting and Teaching, I don't know, podcast, whatever this is. This is going to be a homily recording today, so that's mostly what it is. This is the homily for 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time. The reading is The Rich Man and Lazarus. This weekend, I, this week, I had the opportunity to see the musical Fiddler on the Roof. I'd never seen it before. It's a struggle. It, the story is about the struggle of a poor Jewish family in 1905, Russia. The main question of the story is what to do with tradition to keep it or to let it pass on. The main character, the father, Tavia, has five daughters, but the three oldest ones are wanting to get married. And in the process of the story, each of them breaks the rather strict Jewish marriage customs in more and more dramatic ways. And the father, Tevya, has to decide what is more important, tradition or the happiness of his family. What makes the story interesting is that the answer is not always the same, and not always clear whether he's made the right choice, honestly. Sometimes he allows the tradition to change, but other times he holds firm. There, There isn't a clean resolution. The story doesn't end with some firm decision to, yes, hold on to tradition always, or reject it or let it go always. It, it stays in a gray area. That's what well, might seem like an unsatisfying ending, but it's reality. Every culture, even every family, has to decide from generation to generation what they're going to keep and what they're going to allow to pass away. The story of Tevye and his family is also a good analogy, I think, for the church, especially in the time after Vatican II. In the turmoil of the 60s and 70s, we decided we had to decide what we were going to keep and what we were going to let pass away. And I think if we're honest, many things passed away that probably shouldn't have. I want to look at one thing in particular that is especially missing. But to explain it, I want to go back to the readings today. In the first reading, we have the familiar, in the gospel rather, we have the familiar story of the rich man and Lazarus. The rich man had money and food and didn't give any to Lazarus. Now, I could just make this homily that the rich man had money and didn't share. So Lazarus went to heaven and the rich man went to hell. And if you don't want that, you should give your money in the collection plate and not go to hell. That would be, you know, a possible homily to make from these readings. And, you know, it wouldn't be a wrong interpretation. It's, there's, there's definitely some truth there. But it would be too simple. There's, there's more to the picture. It isn't wrong to have money and food. It's what you do with it. Notice that the rich man stayed inside his house and Lazarus stayed outside. They never met. They never formed a relationship. Look also at the first reading. Amos criticizes the people because they sit on their couches, drink their wine, and play music on their harps by themselves. They have their own good little time alone, thinking that they don't need anybody else. But we do need other people. That's the point of being Catholic. That's the point of being the church. We are in communion. We, we break bread together. We are part of a family of faith. And that is why I think, and that is what I think we have lost, that we need to recover in Fiddler on the Roof, Tevye has to decide what is allowed to change and what must stay the same. Probably in the church, some things did need to change. But at the same time, one thing we lost, and one thing we used to be very good at as Catholics, is community and social identity. Being a Catholic used to mean something. There was a whole range of activities and events, celebrations and feast days, processions and liturgies, you went to Catholic school, you lived in a Catholic neighborhood, you were at the church all the time and your home was full of Catholic things. Being Catholic was, was everywhere all around you. 
But in giving up a lot of the Catholic things, we lost a lot of the Catholic community life, too. People used to have strong communities and relationships, but now most of us are desperately lonely. We have instant communication with everyone around, anyone we want around the world, but most people are crushingly alone. This is obvious from the high rates of drug abuse, alcoholism, pornography, bad relationships, destructive and angry social groups, etc. We all want to be a happy part of something significant and meaningful, and the church should be that thing. The church is what spares us from isolation because it is the only thing that unites us as we are meant to be united, that is, with each other in God. Since I've been here in Weatherford, I've, had, I've been asked many times about social events, and I always respond enthusiastically and try to, you know, make it, let's make it bigger and better. I like a good party, true, but really it is a theological reason. Outside of the Mass itself, breaking bread together is the most important thing we can do to build community. Think about it. Have you ever been to a reception where all they have are some cheap packaged cookies and cheap coffee? What does that say about the importance of the event? I bet you had one cookie and left in five minutes, didn't you? How are we supposed to build community over packaged cookies and cheap coffee? Somewhere we got the idea that we have to be cheap and stingy at church events, that Jesus is going to be mad if we spend a little extra for Oreos instead of best value chocolate wafers. No... Jesus is going to be mad if we value our money over building community and forming relationships. If we are more worried about being efficient than rejoicing in our salvation, then he's going to be upset. So bake some cookies instead of buying them. Bring a case of beer for those who are old enough. Sit and talk for hours at a wedding reception. Get out on the dance floor, sing a song. That's the stuff of community and lasting friendships that they're made of. And the home for all of that should be right here in the church. Not all traditions can be kept, but one that should definitely be kept and restored is the importance of community celebrations and the unity that comes from it. We each have our own biological families, but our parish family, our family of faith, should be something that defines our lives. It is here that we should be able to experience love and pain, sadness and joy, together. So let us love one another. Yes, by sharing our resources as the rich man should have done, but more importantly by sharing ourselves. And then we will be united to the family that God wants us to be. Then we can live joyfully and abundantly and not lonely and selfishly.